0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Late Night Party Boys with Damien Vosk, Ross Purdy. Uh, today on the show, we have we had uh, Josh Webb, um, who's a new up and coming comedian. He got into the Raw National Final this year, Ooh. and um, he's doing some cool stuff. He's a very funny guy, and we yeah we had him on the show to talk about comedy, his party story, and uh, the fact that he's. His brother is now doing stand-up mm. and stepping on his toes. Oof.
1: Anyway, that's, uh, that's, uh, this, that's this week's episode. The one thing I didn't get from him, though, he was in raw comedy. Mm. But personally, I like my comedy like I like my meat. Cooked, so I don't get food poisoning. There
0: is a night called Cooked Comedy in huh. Melbourne now, so check that out.
1: Huh. There's a plug. They better send us some free stuff for that. Oh, they they will.
0: Late Night Party Boys Late Night Party Boys Late Night Party Boys These boys are party boys late Night Party Boys Late Night Party Boys late Night Party Boys These boys are party boys Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Late Night Party Boys. I'm Damien Voss. I'm Ross Curdy. And today on the show, we've got a good friend of ours, Josh Webb. He was in the Raw National Comedy Final. He's in the studio after just giving blood. He's the patron saint of comedy. He's Josh Webb. Welcome to the
2: show. <laughs> Thanks very much for having me. It's it's good to be here.
0: It's good to have you here. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah. Am, I, am Com- I a
2: party boy now? Yeah, I yeah, think babe. that's how
1: it works. Yep. Yeah. For this episode. Sweet. You, you give up your title once you're out of the studio, man. Oh, man. That's how uh, it works. Look, right. he's
0: got the bandage on his arm and everything. He's
2: making <laughs> us feel like selfish
0: bastards. I'm,
2: I took off my jacket so you could see it and I could
0: just yeah, rub that
1: I'm,
2: I'm better than you.
0: You had the jacket on before, now it's off. And now I'm like, this guy gives blood.
1: I don't know. We don't know if he gave tainted blood or not.
0: It's true. He could be he an could have asshole.
1: Had... He could be deliberately putting people's lives in risk. Could have we that, don't know.
0: Could have that kind of blood they ban. They're like, you should not give blood. Yeah, we know what you've done. They'll get
2: back to me on that uh, <laughs> if if there's something wrong with it. Uh, do they do? It's, I think so. It's like a... so. It's like a free blood test. That's why yeah. you really did it, didn't you? <laughs> it's like see if
0: I have AIDS. I don't want to have to have the stigma of going to the doctor and asking for it. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper. It's it's just it's free I mean, under the guise of
1: uh, altruism. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna give blood, but if I have any health problems, you'll
2: let me know straight away, right?
1: <laughs> Two birds, one stone. I get a cookie at the end, too, so that's also pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I don't
2: even count how many cookies you take. I brought like five.
1: What? Yeah. Five. You're maniac. I'm not a good
2: guy. You're maniac. No.
1: Cookie maniac.
2: You've <laughs> stolen from the blood
1: bank. You're like that's some sort I'm... of monster for cookies. <laughs> a sort of cookie monster, if you will. Oh, God. <laughs> All right.
2: Um, Yeah, so how long have you been doing comedy for? I've seen you around for a while, but um, uh, it's been like two years two now. Two years now. Yeah. yeah, like I'm at the point now. You know how like when someone's just had a baby, they say like eighteen months or something. Yeah. So you've I'm had at had the point the now where I'm just going full years. So yeah, it's it's a it's like a comedy toddler now.
1: Oh yeah. 'Cause truly, going up on that stage with the mic, telling the jokes, it's very much like giving birth to a baby. Am I right, Josh? Am I right, Damien?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's you give birth creatively to the to the bit. It's yeah. true.
1: It's you, true. Just leave your little humor placenta all over the stage. Just
0: the next act has to deal with it. Yes. Clean up the mess you've yep. left. Yep. Try to settle the crowd down. Because they've seen what they've seen.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm not getting any sleep now because it's keeping me up with all it's all it's crying. I'm covered in shit. That's you know. it's
0: all your own crying. Let's face it, <laughs> in your color, you, you you're, that's that's the reason you don't sleep. But um, so you I remember you mentioning you mentioned to me a couple of weeks ago that your younger or older brother is now like cutting your lunch stand up wise. So he's just started doing stand up as well.
2: Yeah, he's been doing it for maybe a month now. And uh, oh, he's getting such a smooth ride. Really? Yeah, like he knows everyone. So because of you, you yeah, paved you the way. Oh and yeah, I've, he's done, just I've done
0: all the hard work riding on those coattails. If he wins RAW, oh, would I'd you kill ha- him? I'd have to quit comedy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's older. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And so, how did you? Because you used to be a teacher. Um, You're you're qualified as a teacher. I'm
2: qualified as a teacher. I did the course, but I haven't started working as a teacher yet. Um, just because comedy's too much fun. That's fair enough. And, um, why teaching?
0: Why'd you end up in that?
1: I don't know. So you can brainwash children? Yes. Um... But then you realized you you'd rather brainwash inner-city audiences with your jokes, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yep, I'm just uh, spreading propaganda. He'll and, be throwing uh, curveballs this entire time. He'll just, <laughs> he'll just be trying to throw you off. Whatever, whatever.
1: You whatever sense you're trying your, to make with your hurdles? Oh, by the end of this episode, you will be like, oh, so many curveballs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, where were we? <laughs> um, so, yeah, you 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 meant yeah why why yeah why teaching? How'd you end up in that? Cause it,
2: uh, like, I had some cool teachers in high school, and then, you know how there's, like, heaps of pressure when you're in high school to, to pick a job yeah. straight away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, originally I wanted to do advertising, because I'd seen a couple of episodes of Grow and Transfer, <laughs> so and I'm like...
0: really with the brainwashing thing. Fucking yeah. <laughs> hell. Oh my god,
2: I didn't even put that together. <laughs> wow. I want to control people. Jesus. I'm reassessing I, everything now.
1: I, I, glad I love you didn't go into advertising, he's Josh. Just, he's just
2: coming after giving blood and we're just like, You think you're a good
0: person?
1: You're a piece of shit.
0: We'll tell you why. <laughs> no, 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 he's a guest, we need to treat him nicely. Um what, Yeah, uh, so so you
2: had a lot of inspirational teachers. Yeah, yeah. A couple um, of O Captain my captains. Yeah, just totally poet
1: society. Yeah.
2: I had some horrible ones too and I thought I can I can do better than that. Mm. So Yeah. Gave it a go, and uh, my teaching rounds are really fun. Like, there's there's no reason that I shouldn't be teaching now. But... What school did you end, uh, end up doing your rounds at? Name and shame. Oh, I did a few. Um, There was Cheltenham Secondary. I mm. live, like, in the southeast suburbs. Oh, so, me like, too. Uh, oh, whereabouts? I'm, a, I'm in Bentley. Right, what street? Uh, Wheatley Road. What number? I'm not going to say that. Say it on the
1: podcast. I'm not going to say
0: it
2: on the podcast. Who knows who could listen to this? It's just free. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cheltenham Secondary. uh, Mentone Girls Secondary. Um. uh, I don't know. A few others. Oh. S- uh, Sandringham College. Oh yeah. So that the one of was the southeast weird. one. Yeah. Us- Sandy's the the arty one. Yeah. They're a bit kind of free spirited. Mm. They they don't have uniforms. They call the teachers by their first names. Oh that. Oh, that, oh, that one that's one of ours. One of ours. Yeah. Oh, there's so. Josh is just way too common a name and. So when the kids are saying Josh and there's three other Joshes in the mm. class, it's it's just real confusing.
0: It is. It would be strange just calling a teacher their first name. Ah, oh. just because they, because with the Mister or Mrs. or Ms, it's just they have that extra power title. Yeah. And it's like if he's just a, if he's just a Craig. <laughs> I can't respect him. No one respects Craig. No one. Um, and so you do the rounds. You're like, nah, it's not for
2: me. And did you always have a love for comedy or when did you, what was your first gig like? Um, Oh, my first gig was brutal. Um, Like, I've been going to watch gigs for ages, like Mm. probably since I was about 20, like going to Spleen all the time and stuff Uh, like that. Cool, cool, cool. Um, But yeah, my first gig, uh, was at The Wild? Uh, Um, Did you used to run The Wild? No. 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 People mistake me for Tim Hewitt a lot.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure someone last night mistook me for him when I was working. Right.
1: No, because Hold it on, um, slow down, slow down. You mean to tell me I'm not doing this podcast with Tim Hewitt? No. I say Damien at the start of every episode. I thought <laughs> that was a character
0: you were doing! It's not a character! I'm Damien!
1: That makes sense, I suppose, because I was thinking, Damien is a kind of a nondescript kind of character name, why not go for something like, I don't know, Captain? Silly man, I don't know. Yeah. Public won't relate to Captain
0: Silly Man. No, I am. Dem- I am just Damien. Okay, Ross, we we'll get get over that.
1: Why? Uh, are you? I was also thinking. Why would you want to name your character after the son of Satan? I mean, that's just.
0: I was. I was actually born on Friday the Thirteenth. That's why my parents named me that. Cool story. It is. <laughs>
2: so um, that wasn't meant to be as as uh, crushing as it was. Um, yeah. So yeah. So what happened first gig? Wild. Um, what happened? I was trying one-liners because my memory sucks, so I just had That's like a enough. list of list of one-liners, and um, yeah, um, I could hear like just one person laughing. Oh. Every, I mean, one person is good, I right. guess. I um, mean, for the wild, was there only one person there? No, there were several. Um, but yeah, uh, Luca Muller, he he was he was the guy who he was the was laugher. Uh, yeah,
1: and
2: he's a good guy.
1: Yeah, he is. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking you could have lied then and said, everyone was laughing, it was the best gig ever.
2: Now nah, you got to be honest. You do have to be honest. Especially if what? you've got, like, siblings starting comedy and you want to put them off. Be like, mm. no, it's horrible. You won't enjoy it. It's the worst thing ever. Don't start doing it.
0: Yeah. It's true. I I, w- I would actually love if my, my brother started doing comedy just because he, he just d- gives me no respect whatsoever. And just for him to have his soul crush would just make my day... <laughs>
2: It really would. Would you ever do a double act? No. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a hard no. Yeah, that's I what think... people keep asking me. I'm just like, nah, never gonna happen.
0: Double acts are kind of like some of the. Look, it works well for some people. Yeah. Uh, but it's always it's always the gimmick that's just selling it off, and it always feels like it belongs like 40 years ago. Uh, like, what double acts are? Can you name a double except for like Sammy Jane Randy? But that kind of like. You know, it's a different kind of double act, yeah, yeah. which works. Like,
2: and they still do like solo stuff. Yeah, they well, still so. solo. Yeah. They're
0: both very accomplished, good comedians in their own right. But like, who else? Who except, like
2: Abbott and Costello? Yeah, Ab- <laughs>
0: yeah. <yep. laughs> <laughs> it's like how old they're that? dead, right? <laughs> how old <laughs> that? What
1: what,
2: hey,
0: what decade
1: was that? Classic's a classic, man. Yep, it's timeless. Yeah. Who's on first? (laughs) What's on second? (laughs) Oh, man, you can't... Like, my my uncle will come to me.
0: My uncle has no points of reference for comedy after his teenage years, and he's, like, a 60-year-old man now. So he will come up to me sometimes and be like, Ah, uh, you know who was great? Danny Kaye and that Abbott and Costello. You should do stuff like that. I'm like, comedy's evolved. Like, comedy <laughs> yep. is not like that anymore. You get up on stage and do a bunch of puns, everyone will hate you forever.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Why isn't comedy like it was when I was a kid? I just don't understand. you got these people talking about coffee. and what? I don't understand it anymore. This guy's just
0: talking about his day. I can't... I, you're more interesting than than wordplay. I don't think so. Where's the stick? I want the stick. There's no gimmick. This guy's just a regular guy telling it like it is. <laughs> I already know how it is. I live that too. <laughs> um, cool, cool, cool. Um, any any plans for the immediate future with comedy? Are You doing a
2: show for next year's comedy festival? Uh, yes. I'm Ooh. putting my feelers out at the moment to find. Cause I'm, I'm not ready to do a solo show, yeah, so I'm yeah, yeah. kind of scoping around, do looking split. for some split show people.
0: You're doing it. You're doing it the right way. <laughs> yeah. Everyone warns you about going in to do a solo show too soon, oh, I... and I didn't listen to them. <laughs> Sounds like you're speaking from experience. <laughs> yeah. No, it was fine. It just made me work really hard and write a lot, but that's that.
2: Was t- Was this year your first solo show?
0: No, I did one last year as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, and how would yeah. it go? It, went, it actually went really well. Like, the first one goes... Pretty well. This one was harder to promote because, like, you know, your friends here, you're doing your first solo stand-up show, and they're like, oh, we're all going to go. The second one, they're like, we saw it last year. Yeah. I'm like, I'm much better. <laughs> it's swear, new stuff. It's all new. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's pretty much
2: it. Any your favourite comedians of um, all time? Uh, like, I grew up watching Lena and Woodley. They're... A double act. Oh, yes. Call we I mean, they're not brother. together anymore. What's your brother's name, by the way? Uh, Matt Webb. Okay.
0: We called him Ben in the script that we made up. Okay. So he's Ben to us now. We
1: took okay. comedic licence with it. You didn't
2: tell us his name. Yeah, good point. <laughs> um, ben Webb. That's a weird name. It is. Does not sound good. Yeah. Actually, my parents are real dumb. They um, <laughs> When they named me and my siblings, they were like, "Oh, because our last name is so short, we've got to pick first names that are quite like long. So they are going with Matthew, Joshua and Catherine. So then, it's not just like yeah. but, but as your name, but they're all names that can be shortened yeah. to one syllable. So we've got like Matt, Josh, Kate, Webb. It it made no sense. And that was more interesting in my head.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: just cut that out. Not nah, saying
0: in there. I like it. I
1: think we're gonna add some air horns. <laughs> we'll, make it more, we'll make it more interesting <laughs> instead of cutting it out.
0: We'll, we'll jazz it up.
1: Jazz it up. Put some jazz in there. Experimental jazz.
0: We'll have. Uh, yeah, just smooth jazz. And Ross just saying one thing over and over, like, short names. I don't know. Short names. Ben Webb. Ben, ben Webb. Ben, ben Web. we- I ben feel Kath, like Matt Josh.
1: should change his name to Ben. Like, I'm super annoyed that his name isn't actually Ben now. I'd rather he
2: change <laughs> no. his last name so then we're, like, separate. There's already, two. There's already like, two other Webs in comedy. Who are the others? We got, well, there's me and there's Jeremy Webb. Oh, yeah, there no is. No relation.
1: Yeah, have you ever thought of doing, like, a triple, like, triple like a trio? I- like, call it Web Boys? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll put Com- you in our web. Comedy spiders. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't a web it.
1: of comedy we weave.
0: <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> just imagining them in really poorly fitted-out spider costumes with, like, just, like, extra <laughs> <laughs> arms and then standing up. Oh, my God. Well, someone needs to bring character comedy back to the Melbourne scene. Yeah. Web we'll boys. Man- Web boys. <laughs> man spiders. <laughs> man spiders. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. All right, so we'll get to the, 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 the you know, the good stuff. Uh, so we, we get comedians on here to tell their best, worst or weirdest party stories, or just what's most interesting that sticks in your mind. Um, You gave us... Five dot points about the party story for this one. Um, so, <clears throat> the story you gave us, the five dot points you gave us before you came here today, was it was your sister's 15th. About 70 kids showed up to get trashed. Uh, your sister's older?
2: Uh, no, she's younger. Oh, she's younger. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh, okay. She's, I like, two she... and a half years younger, so that was, like, yeah. a good age for... Um, because I was, like, 17 at the time, so they're still within a, a reasonable age yeah. to hit on her friends Yeah, it's not creepy yet. Yeah. Um, not that I did. Hold on,
0: so... We'll you... get to that. Ah, well, your second dot point is is you invited some of your mates to hang out and you stole booze from some of the guests. Like, you can... Some of your friends could probably already buy beer at that stage if you're 17, 17 and a half, 18. You, Why are you, you stealing beer from kids? how young
1: my kids? face looks? Why are you stealing beer from kids, man? Because the beer should... Be with them, you know what I mean? Not these kids. They
2: were Like, we were just under the age restriction for buying alcohol. They were well under. They shouldn't have had it in the first <gasps> place.
1: You're teaching them a lesson. Yes,
2: there's a moral thing.
0: <laughs> all right, you and your morals, giving blood, <laughs> taking alcohol from minors.
2: I'm a good person, I swear. I was protecting the kids from abusing alcohol. All
0: right, all right.
2: <clears throat> um,
0: dot point number three was one of your friends disappeared. He was with a different girl every time you found him. Uh, dot point number four, outside we asked some guys if they were here for Kate's party. They replied, who the fuck is Kate? Before heading inside. Uh, number five, your brother just barricaded himself in his room for most of the night.
2: Yep. What was that about? Um, oh, he didn't want any part of it. Um, he Was, was he like... antisocial? Um, no, he just wasn't a fan of drunk teenagers. So, like, um, yeah, he, like blocked blocked off the top of the stairs so like all, all the bedrooms were upstairs so he wow. just put a table across the top of the <laughs> stairs and stayed in his room although when he when he actually came out he found this drunk girl who was Trying to get undressed for some reason, and he's like, "No, don't do that!" Text and he was drunk like, forcing her to put her clothes back on because he's like, "You're gonna get cold." It was great. <laughs> you're gonna get a cold, Matthew Webb, reverse
0: rapist. <laughs> put more clothes on, damn it! He's like, "I don't, I don't want a situation." Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Um, cool, cool, and uh, so he he very
2: antisocial then, like just. Didn't even go down the entire oh, the, time. Yeah, for that party, yeah, he was pretty antisocial. Doesn't like people. Yeah, he looked
1: at the party and was like, "I'm like holler notes because I can't go for that."
2: Are you trying to spin this so I'm like picking on my brother?
1: No, That's I'm not I'm nice. just saying. No,
2: I mean, no, it, I am. <laughs> it, it,
0: it, introvert who's quite antisocial. He'd probably make a great comedian. <laughs> I think you better better start getting worried. Yeah, <laughs>
2: we'll see. All right, so tell us tell us about the whole night. Oh uh, well, it was um. It was just after my parents split up, so um, uh, my dad had moved out and they were gonna sell the house and it was like this really awesome big house, but we never mm. had any parties there. Um, so it was about a month before we were supposed to move out of the house and uh, my mum was trying to show that she could be like a cool, a cool mom cool mom. So she's like, yeah, just you know bring your friends, they can bring <laughs> drinks, whatever. And, oh, God, we didn't expect that many people to show up. It was it was crazy. Was it that many people invited or did it kind of just the word got out? I think it was the word got out. Because we lived oh, around the corner mm. from my school. So everyone was kind of already in the area. And, uh, yeah, it was weird.
1: Dude, you're totally Corey Worthington-it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... The rest of the night? Um, oh, yeah, so... Um, had some mates around. But the plan was... Like we were gonna be pretty anti social as well, but mm. I at least invited some friends around so we could we could hang out. But things got pretty boring pretty quickly, so <laughs> you started decided... stealing alcohol.
1: So you decided to be pro social instead.
2: Yes. Pro social. <laughs> we are pros at socializing. Yeah. And, um and did you get along with her friends already or like do you Uh, some of them were like siblings of some of my friends, ah. so yeah. Like I knew I knew some of them not particularly well. And they were all trashed, so um, it's a- easy to talk to drunk people anyway. That's true. It's true. Yeah. Oh, it, it was a costume party. I don't know if we've mentioned that oh, yet.
0: Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, so a costume party, but it had no theme.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like, normally you go with, like, a film genre or, like, a... An, like, 70s or something. Nah, it was just, just people in costumes.
1: The theme was costume. Yeah. <laughs> it was a blank canvas. Paint with it what you want. You know? <laughs>
2: Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, that friend of mine who, like, kept disappearing, every time we found him, like, first time he was making out with a cat and then we went... A we costume. Went... Co- someone in a cat oh, costume? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Just... Oh, like, that story <laughs> got boring quick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, then he was making out with a rabbit the next time we found him and it was in different places as well, like, he was moving around. So, like, one time he was in the garage making out with a sailor, I think. It was weird. Say, like a Sailor Moon? No, just a sailor. Re- regular just sailor? like a regular sailor? It's it's weird when fifteen year olds dress like in the the adult sexy costumes because it's just like oh yeah. whole... oh that's mm. I
0: like to think that one just got it wrong just like a hardened sailor <laughs> <laughs> just bad teeth bad teeth in there and like yeah got a couple of fake arm tats yep just yeah it's like some some profession that's not sexualized like. I don't know no, that'd be that'd be sexualized pretty much everything you can sexualize what's a what's a garbage man?
1: Oh, I don't know Damien <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen one of them sexy garbage men, but uh you can definitely sexualize that no they uh they like to take out the trash
0: <laughs> Russ, this costume's doing nothing for me. <laughs> it's like you're pretty much just wearing a garbage can and you <laughs> you've got a trash lid as a hat.
2: Ooh, I don't know. Oh, like a literal garbage man. Yeah, that's good. Oh man. Anyway. So uh, yeah, so costume party. You guys, were you guys dressed up? Did you? St- no. You were the hosts. I wasn't invited to the party. It was just wow. at my house, but I was there. Uh oh, and that friend who was making out with people. Yeah. Um. At one point, he like trashed our bathroom. I don't know. I don't know why. Such an asshole. Like I think. <laughs> He was trying to impress a girl, and so then they they like grabbed, um, like hair gel and just like smeared it across the mirrors to like write a message. Or we know. need a bad boy. We need to send a message to this cool mom. I think they wrote like "cool party" or something on the. It was why? a mess.
1: Huh. I'm going to get some hair gel, going to write on the thing. Yeah, I'm subversive, man. <laughs> Society doesn't get me. <laughs> I don't write in conventional ways. I use hair gel. They could have just said thank you. I know. I'm just thinking, like, what, <laughs> what, what kind of message
2: are they trying... Like, yes, if I saw that, I'd be like, oh, great, they enjoyed the party. But <laughs> what a fucking asshole, They've made all this mess for me to clean up. That's so crazy. Uh, how would that impress a girl? I don't know. I don't it's know like, why did he, he did it. he want to be a, the bad boy image? <laughs> Maybe. He's like, you should Who break knows. a mirror.
0: I'm not going to do that. But I'm going to write <laughs> cool party and hair gel on there. That'll show him.
1: Like, I'm going to make a mess, but I'm going to leave a compliment. So I'm not too much <laughs> I of I feel really ass-
0: bad <laughs> about being a bad boy. So I'm just going to... Uh, this washes off, right? Yeah, yeah, this was washes off. I'm a bad boy, but I'm not that bad a boy. <laughs> like, I still want to be invited back. Like, if they have another one of these things. So let's just keep the vandalism on that level.
1: I'm a rebel with a heart of gold. <laughs>
2: oh man so they how did you know it was him um cause it, we we saw him do it
0: what he did it in front of you
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like he's like sorry
0: man I need, like a, a I need him to people to tell the story <laughs> I walked
2: past the bathroom and he had like a girl on his shoulders for some reason they were smearing shit I'm like I don't I don't want to know what so this guy just ditched you kinda yeah just ditched you hard Are you still we're fr- still friends
0: you're still friends yeah
2: yeah has he been invited back to the house though uh, well, we don't live at that house anymore, but oh. no, he comes around. He's he's settled down now. He's got himself a long-term partner. <laughs> they ride on their own mirror now. It's <laughs> it's good. There we go. People can straighten out. Yep. Um. So mirror vandalism. What else happened? Um. Jeez. See, I feel like I feel like I'm not bringing enough to the table because this That's is this is like a. I'm like a fly on the wall at a crazy party. I wasn't the crazy part of the party.
0: Well, that's how we've written you in. We oh, actually good. got that vibe. Yeah.
2: So. Because yeah. it wasn't my party.
0: It was it. You, you crashed
2: your younger sister's party. Yeah. Um, oh, what was What was the other point? I can't remember everything I told you. The gate crashes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, it was obviously very loud. There was music going all night. So mm-hmm. we're like, oh, we'll just go outside, out, out the front for a bit to uh, get some quiet time. And yeah, this huge group of guys walk past and they're obviously like looking for the party. So we're like, hey, are you guys here for Kate's party? And they're just like, who the fuck is Kate? Did they come into they, the party? They were there for the party though. They were. So, uh, yeah, obviously it was like a Corey Worthington type, uh, type situation. And what? And the next day. Oh, it was a mess. It was, yeah. It was a real mess. Was your mum no longer a cool mum? Um, did she freak? Oh, she's always trying to prove that she's a cool mum. One time at um, Carol's by Candlelight in uh, Dandy Park, um, she, she got high with my friends. <laughs> I don't know where I was, but... Uh... You, wait, she just did, She's like, "I'll oh, shoot sure, Josh, I'm cool.
0: Yeah. You <laughs> just go through your phone, He's like, hey, everyone come hang. Josh won't be there to cramp our style. Then <laughs> she's bringing it, rolling a joint. You don't know how true
2: that is. <laughs> did she buy the weed? Uh, no, I think someone else brought it. Okay, cause yeah, then it'd be a real cool mum. <laughs> if <laughs> she's like, like my if, friend's weed dealer.
0: Yeah, if your mom, if it's like a like a weed situation where your mum's just growing stacks of weed, just yeah. selling it to your friends, <laughs> rolling them jays. That is that is ridiculous. Okay, she so she got high at Carols by Candlelight. Yeah, with your friends. Yeah, man,
1: you ever gotten high while watching Car- Carols by Candlelight, though? It's a journey, man. <laughs> Jingle bells means something entirely Whoa. different. <laughs> Whoa, it's about our, it's about our degrading morals of society, man. It's how we respond to a bell, man. Whoa. <laughs> you ever watch Cows by candlelight Backwards? <laughs> <laughs> it's about
0: Santa leaving us all to die. Anyway. I got nothing to contribute. That's that's it yeah. Matt that'll that'll happen. It's just <laughs> it's just yeah, Carols by candlelight. Like it how old were your friends when they were at this at the Carols?
2: Uh probably like seventeen. Oh yeah. 18, I yeah. guess
0: I guess that's an acceptable age to still go to Carols by candlelight.
2: Yeah, it was more just to like hang out 'cause it's a it's a place to do it.
0: I don't know. And there's fireworks know. after, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why yeah. the uh the drugs.
0: <laughs> that's fair enough. That makes sense. Well, I think uh is was there anything else that happened that uh um, of note? Otherwise we'll get into your, no, let's, into your story. Let's crack on. <laughs> All right. So based on those five dot points, I'll read them out again. So do you want to Pop your pop your laptop over to him so he can read his script. So I'm gonna play the you're the part of old Josh Webb. Um, we have not we have not rehearsed this. This has been written very quickly, um, but it is Josh Webb's party story, as we as Damien and Ross, late night party boys, have envisaged it.
1: I think we've nailed it with this one.
0: I think I think we have well and truly captured the essence of Josh's story. I'm okay.
1: excited. Interior. Study room. An old man sits on a rocking chair by a fireplace, surrounded by his two grandkids. He looks tired and weary. A man whose best days are behind him, but is glad those best days are behind him, because of those best days, he had done saw some things. <laughs> Tell us about the war, Grandpa. I never fought in no war. But I'll tell you about a battle. My God, I'll tell you about a battle. Interior, Josh and Kate's house. Seemingly many years ago, a young old man, Josh, is at his sister's Kate's Kate's party, accompanied by his two friends, Damien and Ross. The old man narrates. It was my
0: sister's 15th. It was a costume party with no theme. It was anarchy. Girls dressed up as slutty buddies, slutty cops. Slutty nurses, slutty cats, you name it, it was slutty. Guys uh, didn't dress up much, they uh, really struggled with the lack of theme. Of course, alcohol was illegal to consume when you were 15 back then. It was a simpler time. The prohibition era, we called it. But this didn't stop horny teenagers from setting up illegal speakeasies in their parents' houses.
1: Tonight will be a first for us, Josh. Thank you for bringing us into the fold, my man.
2: No problem. I'm just as nervous as you, our first foray into binge drinking. Oh, <laughs>
0: what? Now, I've heard of binge watching, but binge drinking? I mean, I've done my fair share of binge watching. I mean, just ask the the members of the hit TV drama Passions fan page.
2: Well, we'll be crossing that bridge tonight, uh, late night party boys. Name of the podcast. Yeah. Hell
1: yeah! Pour me a cup of whatever you got, baby.
2: I don't have anything.
0: What do you mean? When you're binging on something, you have to have it all lined up, ready to go, like all nine scenes of Passions, hand-taped on VHS, ready to
2: project into my eyeballs. I love that show. I hope Teresa and Ethan get together.
1: I just don't understand how and why you two have such a gosh-darn passion for Passions. How the hell did that show ever get made? Interior, NBC boardroom, the year 1998. A young executive sits behind a desk across from a creative type, James E. Riley. Oh boy, Rick, do I have a great new TV
0: show for you! Alright, alright, picture this. A small country town filled, nay, stacked with hot people. Not only hot, but young, youthful, youthful, young hot people. And these hot people, they're nice, they're just really nice, just nice hot people. I call it hot people town drama.
1: Hmm, James, I'm not sure. It uh, Sounds very similar to something else we have going down the pipeline already. I just don't think it would stand out. Wait, 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 hold
0: on. And, uh, look, we emphasize how hot they are by cutting to an ugly old person once in a while. So, you know, they realize how fleeting youth
1: is. I mean, why do we just cut to an old person? Is she just by herself? That sounds really mean. It's not mean. Uh, cause, uh,
0: cause uh, she's a witch. Yeah, she's a witch. Yeah, she's, uh, sh- she's... She's hell-bent on ruining these hot people's lives, because she's jealous she's not young and hot.
1: Mm, sounds a bit unrealistic. I, I, but also, I'm, um, she she has a pet midget. Can we do that? I'm not comfortable with that. Well, not so much not comfortable as much as I know I shouldn't be comfortable. Which I actually am. Look, a pet midget? I'm not so sure. James, it just it just sounds like slavery of someone you view as inferior to you. But... It just seems really on PC. You can't just have a pet midget character. They're people too. They're not toys. Well, well, maybe this one is a toy. Okay,
0: it's a doll. It's a doll that comes to life, then goes back to being a doll when no
1: one's watching. Rick leans back on his chair, contemplating the idea. It's growing on him. Okay, well, that changes everything, I suppose. I'm much more comfortable with that. This show might actually make sense with a midget that comes to life. Midget doll that comes to life. James, you've done it again. The best idea you've given us since Baywatch. I keep telling you.
0: I give up ownership of that idea. I wanted to call it Hot People Beach. It was meant to be hot babes in slow motion saving lives for 90% of it. Maybe Hasselhoff doing some other bullshit for the other 10. But you, you network bigwigs had to wrestle creative control from me and ruined it with your narrative and that name. That name. Baywatch. It's a ridiculous name. There's only seven of them. They can't watch over
1: a whole bay. The bay's like a hundred miles long. You know what they can do? Be hot people on a beach. Okay, James. I I know you're very passionate, but we've been through this before many times. Damn right I'm passionate. Yes, yes. We, we all have our passions. Pa- yeah. Passions. That would be a good name. Much better than Hot People Town. God damn it, not again, you fucking suit! (laughs) I'm gonna call security. Only come back when you got another gem. Interior Josh and Kate's house. Back to the time the story is set in. Well, I'm 13. I can't buy alcohol. Then you're gonna have to steal it. (laughs) Josh, Damien, and Ross make their way to a table as Ross rolls out a blueprint over the table. Hey, how do you have schematics for my house? Let's just say I called in a favour from an old friend. But we're your only friends. Moving on! Shut up and listen! The guests will be entering via the North Quadrant.
0: Josh, can't we just get your brother to help us out? He's got walkie-talkies, you know, those those things where you can walk and talk at the same time with people who may or may not be walking and or talking immediately
2: next to you. (laughs) Benny has barricaded himself in his room on total lockdown. He's super worried about people playing with his toys, messing up his stuff. Forget
1: Benny. He's our guy on the inside, If this all goes belly up. I want us all to go belly up when we've drunk too much and pass out. Anyway, they'll all walk inside via the north quadrant. Or front door, if you will. They will greet your sister Kate, and upon greeting, look for a place to cool their beverages. This is where we come in. Two words for you, fellas. D. Decoy fridges. (laughs) Russ waves his hand over and points to the decoy fridge he has on the other side of the house. It's just
2: a cardboard box that has fridge (laughs) written on it.
1: Surely that won't work. It will work. It has to. By the door, teens are coming in one by one and greeting Kate and walk right by the box. Okay, That didn't work. Looks like we have to do it the old-fashioned way. Befriend the enemy.
2: We don't know how to defend anyone. We're barely friends with each other. I'll do it.
1: I've watched enough movies to know how to seduce a friendship group. Damien slyly makes his way over to a group of girls holding a full four-pack of Smirnoff double blacks.
0: Hey, young women. What's a group of gals doing drunk places like this? Give me booze.
1: Uh, what's happening? I think it's a pickup line, but I'm not sure... Who wants to do some birthday shots with me? Take one! Take one! Kate walks around the party with a tray of shots. Everyone takes one except Damien. He looks hesitant. Come on, aren't you gonna have one, Casanova? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not having one. I'm having three, cause I love drinks! (laughs) Whatever. Damien grabs three shots from the tray and quickly downs him. Me love to drinky. Damn it, Josh! He's dying out there. He's taking a couple shots to the face. Jello shots. I think. I think we have lost him. Damien makes his way over to the dance floor and starts letting it loose, really letting his dance freak flag go hog wild on that D floor. He belongs to the dance floor, a slave to the beat. Size Gundam Star begins to play as Damien mimics the dance moves like riding a horse, etc. There he goes. Mimicking a horse like only a man can. He's like suing now, slightly off beat. I just, I just hate to see him like this. When we get the chance, we have to take him out and make him as painless as possible. Interior, study room, back to the present. Old man Josh's crankets cling on to him worryingly. Grandpa, grandpa, did he really die?
0: The only time Damien died was the many times he died doing the open comedy circuit in Melbourne. I told you before, it wasn't a war, but a battle. A battle of the booze. One by one, that night, good men fell. Also some bad men, and some really just average men. But I'm not gonna talk about... about, But I'm gonna talk about the good men, dang nabbit. As for Damien, though, he became Kate's friend's prisoner of war. ...passed around from group to group like some kind of fuck casserole. Oh, the things he must have seen. Those depraved animals subjected him to experiments. Sexual experiments. His hand never recovered from all those high-fives he received... ...the very next morn at school. Anyway, back to the story. We figured we could never pass as 15-year-olds... ...or understand or get into the minds of the enemy. So we set up a checkpoint out front of the gate where the crack- gate crashes came,
1: and we gave them entry for a price. Exterior, of Josh and Kate's house, three hours later into the party. Josh and Ross have set up a stand that has lemonade 10 cents crossed out, replaced with Kate's party. People are lining up to try and gain entry into the party.
0: Hey, I'm here for the party.
1: Ah, so you want in on Kate's party?
2: Well, it will cost you. Who the fuck is Kate? I just want a party. Yeah, okay man, okay, okay. It'll just cost you a few of those beers.
1: Ross goes to whisper into Josh's ear. Should have made it more than a few, it's too ambiguous.
2: A few, that, that sounds reasonable. A few, that does sound reasonable. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I mean, more than a few, a few too many. Well, that sounds like I'm giving you too many beers. That's unreasonable, man.
1: Tell him it's an objectively, tell him it's an objectively reasonable amount of beers. It's an
2: objectively reasonable amount of those beers for entry.
1: Okay, how's two? Ross gets away from Josh's ear. Hang on! That's a subjectively reasonable amount of beers. I'm thinking free. Fine. He hands them free beers and has gained entry to the party. Good at business, we are! Shit, my boy! Free beers! <laughs> Everyone in this club gonna get tipsy. <laughs> get tipsy. Like a jay Jaquan's song of the very same name. That's the 70th person we've let in this party who's not invited. Now, if my mathematics are mundo, we have nine beers now. It did take a while to get the pitch right, I must admit. That's on me. I
2: don't know, man. I'm starting to think this was a bad idea. Also, why did Principal Higgins crash? Hey, kids, the
1: principal's in. I'm gonna get some underage teen slizz. I'm sure it's nothing to worry about. Josh and Ross spy a man on top of a roof about to jump.
0: I'm a person, not just some fuck casserole for you to pass around.
1: Roof jumper jumps off the roof screaming. <laughs> I'm sure that happens all the time.
2: It doesn't, it doesn't, man. This party is like that song by Rancid out of control. There's so many people, we can't even get back in.
1: Okay, okay. Calm down. We still, have your brother, we still have your brother Benny on the inside. The situation's just like this. Ross gets out his walkie-talkie and begins communicating with Benny. Ross Dog to Ben Dog One, you read me? Ben Dog One to Ross Dog One, reading you loud and clear. How's the situation looking there, over? Oh, it's a war zone out there, dude.
0: I'm sorry, I can no longer help you guys. It's every man for himself. My mission is now solely to keep my bed fuck free. <laughs> There's a lot of teenagers out there. Hormones running wild, bodies changing, and they're just itching to explore their bodies with one another and the only thing stopping them is a lack of a private room. It's my job to protect this private room from their privates, their sick, disgusting privates. Slip in and slop in and slapping it all over each other. Good luck boys, but this is who I am now.
1: Over. What do you mean? What do you mean? Ben Dog. You can't keep your room from being fuck free! That's this cute girl I've hit it off with and I was hoping to have our bodies slip-slap-slap all over each other later tonight. But we need your room! And, uh, and Josh and I need to get back to the party as well. Hello? Hello? Ross falls to the ground dramatically, all hope lost. No. No. No! No, 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 no! I was going to lose my V-card! And my virginity! We have
2: to focus on getting back in. No!
1: No! It doesn't matter now! It doesn't matter! Don't you understand, Josh? Tonight was going to be the night! This was going to be like a coming-of-age movie directed by Richard Linklater. But instead it's just... I don't even know what this is anymore. What are we doing here? What the fuck are we doing here?! I was so focused on getting my mouse, our mouse wet, I lost sight of the real vision to get my dick wet. I, I can't get back to the outside like this. I'm not just going off using my hands for self-release like some chump. Maybe you can, Josh, but I can't. I can't! Ross begins crying as Josh goes to console him. Bahara, horror! For horror. For sheer humanity, <laughs> They said stay inside the party! You damn fucking right, stay in the fucking party!
2: To be honest, Ross, I don't think you ever really had a chance. Uh, I overheard the girls talking. They, they didn't like you. At all. They said you were crazy and your pick-up methods were unsound.
1: Ross momentarily stops crying, and he looks up to the sky in a moment of self-realisation. Are oh, my methods... unsound?
2: Don't see a method at all,
1: Ross. Ross gets up, back up angry. Well, who the hell are you? You're just some grocery clerk here to pick up the bill. Wait, what? I quit that grocery job ages ago. What are you talking about? Eh, I don't know. I was just being emotional. Well, now that I've had the chance to think, I understand completely why she wasn't interested. Well, guess i got to go work on myself then. Ross and Josh get up and watch as the house is being trashed around them, devolved into total chaos. Interior study room for present day. Old man Josh rocks back and forth in his chair, wrapping up his story to the grandkids. And
0: so Ross and I spent the rest of that night waiting outside for our chance to sneak back in whenever someone left. But by the time we got back in the place, it reeked so heavily of underage drinking and teen sex, we just decided to go back home and play video games while the world... That was, that party burnt around us. We forgot to take our beers with us, so we ended the night stone-cold sober, living with the horrible regret of not waking up the next morning with horrible drunken regrets. And that's the story, kids.
1: That's not really an ending, though, Grandpa. I'm above our endings and other
0: traits of conventional storytelling structure. Leave me alone! Now, did I tell you about the time I was one of the 2017 Raw Comedy National Finalists?
1: (sighs) Yes, Grandpa.
0: Oh, boy, what a tale. I thought it was going to open so many doors for me. Everyone who's ever won or been a part of Raw Comedy Grand Final has always gone on to do great and wonderful things. But you... but wouldn't you know, I faded into obscurity. I had to give up my obviously stupid comedy dreams and become a teacher, teaching kids like you. God, do I hate kids. If, if only there was a way we could skip the entire childhood process, just go from a baby to a full-grown adult. None of this time-wasting with childish bullhickey. But alas, we're stuck with having to contend with the follies of youth.
1: Old man Josh quickly turns his head around to, to look at an old-timey stereo radio.
0: Have they announced the 2018 Royal comedy national finalists yet?
1: Finn. Yeah. Finn. <laughs> I think we're going to win a Academy Award for that. <laughs>
2: it, uh, how did you find your party story, Josh? Um, yeah, it, I, I was involved in this about the same level that I was involved in that party, so it's, it's accurate for we, sure. We nailed yeah. it.
0: We did. I thought we would. Yeah, we did it. The tone and everything, yeah. The way you were on the outside looking in, yep, yep. yeah, yeah. Well, li-
2: literally in this case, yeah.
0: You yeah. were you were locked
1: outside. All the stuff involving passions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is passions?
1: What? Are you, what? Oh. Should I know? Oh, oh look up passions on YouTube. You're gonna
0: have a, a great day. <laughs> it was. How did we? When we are writing this, we were like.
1: How did we get onto that topic? We were trying to think of like pathetic shows that you wouldn't that be, you could binge be watch. embarrassed to watch. Yeah.
0: yeah, like Passions was like a guilty pleasure, where you'd come home from school. What? what wait, how old are you? Uh,
2: twenty-four.
0: Okay. Ah, oh, so is, yeah, it yeah, would pro- have yeah, been on when you were you were
2: well,
1: at school. Uh, we, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, you probably we're the same age. You know, I right? probably
0: watching it. Yeah, you probably had a cool mom that that. <laughs> took you to the movies after school or something i don't know you probably watched good stuff anyway passions <laughs> passions was literally just a ridiculous soap opera where it was just a town filled with hot people and they were just really nice and then they and then they kind of didn't have any substance to it so they had like a witch who had a midget <laughs> doll that came to life and she was trying to ruin their lives and then they liked each other and then it was it was very convoluted. And there was a romance thing that every storyline took like four months to resolve. Yeah. Or like nothing had ever happened. <laughs> yes. Like you could miss an episode of Passions and like tune in like a year later
1: <laughs> and it, and 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 you wouldn't and you wouldn't have to catch up. a day in the world of passions is like seventeen weeks worth of episodes. And if you want some real entertainment, um uh read the reviews of it oh on no,
0: IMDb. yeah we we went down a rabbit hole when we wrote this thing is this
2: like when you when you look up the sugar-free gummy bears on on amazon have what? you have you looked at that no apparently they make you shit a lot there's some <laughs> great stories <laughs> all right that's that's
0: that's our next writing day we're just gonna sit down and read those reviews oh man yeah but the reviews were great
1: <laughs> better than the show much,
0: oh much yeah, more t- entertaining.
1: Well, better character arcs. <laughs> <laughs> more know. narrative. Yeah.
0: More perspective. Yeah. Strong points of views. More
1: concise. It yeah. didn't drag out.
0: That yeah, it was a lot of fun. Well, um, that pretty much wraps it out. Any closing words? Any thoughts, like about the story or any particular lines that shocked you or intrigued you? Um, also, we, we I feel like we roasted you a bit at the end for <laughs>
2: the fading into obscurity.
0: That just to make just to drive you.
2: Yes, well, um, yeah. I feel like me being here is—is is, um, I don't know—is that—is that making me less obscure or more? Uh, what do well, you reckon? We'll, we'll know when we release it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You never know. Uh, Closing comments: Be be good to each other. I don't know. Oh yeah, just donated blood. <laughs> and yeah. that's his message. Oh, <laughs> oh, just give donated blood. blood. Give blood. It's good.
0: Give blood, you can get a free AIDS test with it. And yeah. cookies. And
1: cookies. What more can you want? They fucking give that shit to vampires, did you know that? Yes. It's all a conspiracy, man. You go to those blood banks, you don't you think you're donating blood to people who need it, but they fucking give it to vampires, man. Yeah. I'm calling them out. I donated um, <laughs> plasma, do you reckon?
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon vampires drink plasma?
0: Thanks for listening. That was another episode of Late Night Party Boys. Oof. So, I feel like we learned a lot in that one. Yep. That, you know, 15-year-olds' parties are a true war zone. Yep. That's the real battle. It's the real All battle. All
1: these veterans, they get their parades and they're walking down saying, oh, whatever. It's
0: Where, where's, where's the parade for sexually frustrated teenagers, Ross? I know. Where's our parade? Yeah. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. <laughs> Where is it? Things to think about. Anyway, that was that week's we- uh, this week's episode.
1: Um, tune in next time. What up, late-night party fans? It's me, your late-night party boy, Ross. If any of you listeners are out and about in the Melbourne CBD this weekend, August 26th and 27th, it'll be great if you can come along and see my comedy show at the Butterfly Club. Ross Purdy is a clown baby. Now, I did a couple shows of this in Adelaide earlier this year and uh, it, it went pretty well. Some audience reactions have included things like, that pizza bit made me nauseous. And your show last year was more subversive. So with all that in mind, I've gone ahead and started, going to do a couple shows in Melbourne. Come check it out if you're a fan of the podcast or just want to see some more comedy shows where people slap themselves with ham. Russ Purdy is a Clown Baby, August 26th and 27th at 8.30pm. Get your tickets at thebutterflyclub.com or at the door. At the Butterfly Club, five Carson place off Little Collins Street. It'd be great to see you there. This, uh... This show is a... ...religious experience.